Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. On any regular episode, I would say you'll probably be inspired. Maybe by our humor, by the probably two honest stories that we tell, and maybe even by the friendship that Bob and I share. On the episodes where Tease Mallon of The How of Happy is a guest, I guarantee you will be inspired, especially this one. Enjoy. You have this depth of wisdom that you, as far as I know, have always had some in you since I've known you. Um, who are your big influences? Who, who are some of the people or the writings or the philosophers that have contributed to this whole philosophy <laughs> of humanity that you have? Because it's, it's completely different than anyone else I know, and I love it. And so it's like, who, who contributed to this? Hmm. <laughs> John Bon Jovi, <laughs> number one. Avi. Mm, Michael Jackson. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Man in the Mirror was like really huge for me. Me too. Really? Oh, I love that song because it was like, look, I'm looking at you, which mm-hmm. is looking at me in yeah. order to change this. Make that change. Oh, I love it. Love it very much. I did a little presentation in high school and I like as part of that presentation, I had that as my background. <laughs> Nice. So you've been, you've been this person like for your whole adult life Yeah. where you've had a desire to, to take responsibility, to change your world and then turn around and help others. I think who we are at our core really doesn't change. Like what we came here to do, right? So to speak, I think that that's stays strong, but I think oftentimes we're first challenged by that right like because I I think there's that journey of well you know who am I I'm helpless in the face of this world and all of the the pain and hurt that is here and then it's like okay well what are you going to do about it so I think each one of us has our own message and we live it throughout our lives like 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 Gandhi says like my life is my message. And I believe that's true for all of us, whether we realize it or not. But we're all taking this journey and living out like poetry, basically. Um, but OK, so who oh, I had excellent teachers growing up. Excellent. And a public school system in the suburbs of Chicago. But I remember very clearly Mrs. Dahlkemper, who has passed. Um, but she was my my reading teacher in, in junior high. And she was just eccentric as all get out. Had like the magic school bus uh, teacher, you know, with like the the wild Miss Frizzle with the wild red hair that was like pinned up. That was her. And just super tall, very intimidating. And the kids like were, they feared her. They feared her because she was very strict and she demanded a lot out of the students. But I saw something there. And as soon as like, you know, like I, I leaned in a little bit, like I just found out how amazing she was. And so I started helping her grade workbooks because she did a lot of like workbooks. I helped, I would say after school and help her grade workbooks. And then from there, she started taking me out on trips and she would take me to Indiana to pick blueberries and to pick apples, took me to the dunes. And I mean, she would just swing by and like pick me up and we would just go on like 
a road trip. And one time, actually, she came to pick me up by surprise. And she found that I wasn't there. I was, it was over the summer. And so I was in Mexico visiting family, but my parents and my little sister were there. So she took them instead. <laughs> and she was, wow. um, you know, she was a, a junior high school teacher during the day, but then she was taking night classes to get her, um, to pass the bar exam, she was starting to become a lawyer, and she was, you know, an avid writer, and she was just interested in a million things. Big believer in aliens and loved UFOs and and just all of these things. But she, and she showed me uh, Dairy Queen. She showed me a dipped cone for the first time. She showed me, you know, when she went to to Win Wendy's asking for her fries extra crispy, and I'm like, I didn't know you could ask for that. And she was the one actually that set, started me off with photography because I liked taking pictures, and so she would have me take a picture of her with her camera and one time she's like oh she's like do you want to be a photographer when you grow up and I'm like I hadn't considered that I'm like why she's like because of the way you hold the camera she's like it looks like you really care and you take your time before taking the picture and I think she was it's her fault she planted that wow. little seed and and really since then it set me on that path to focus on photography which really, I think, defined a large part of my experience. Why? Because when you're looking through that viewfinder, you're seeking beauty. You're seeking beauty in, you know, in your backyard, in a walk that you're taking. And I think that perspective can be very literal, too, yeah, yeah. looking through a lens. And so anyway, I think she was a big, big influencer of like, life is limitless and it's fun and you get to play. Oh, and she would mess with people, right? Like at the cash cashiers or, or at the restaurant, but like mess with them in like a loving, playful way, confuse them a little bit, but then also laugh with them and just show them that she was present and that she cared. And that's what she did for me as a kid. Like I she was just present. This person yeah. I'll never get to meet. Yeah. How incredible. And does she have any idea? the influence that she had on your life? I, uh, after, after I graduated junior high, I would still go back and visit her oh. and we would still go out. And then there was a period of time where life got busy and I didn't go back and visit. And the next time I went back and I, because I wouldn't even go through the front door at the school, I would just go to her classroom window and tap on the window and usually there she would be. And this one time I peek in and I don't see her. And then I, I tap on the glass and some other teacher comes out. And this is when I find out that she had just recently passed. Oh. Uh, she, she passed from cancer, but that just four months ago, she had been diagnosed with that cancer and went to Arizona to spend time with her daughter to spend her last few months. And, uh, and so that, that, oh, it was hard for my whole family because my whole family had grown attached to her. But I just, you know, the thing about death, and we don't know, like ultimately we, we don't know, but what I believe, because I choose to believe, is that we just return to a different form of energy, right? We just shift back into a different energy. And so for me, it's not that she, she didn't know. It's like the moment she died, she automatically knew, and she knows, and she's with me to this day. And I swear I have, I have protectors, you know, like, really caring for me and guiding me through life because I know that I am a product of a community of care. I have not gotten to where I am on my own. And I think had I been on my own, I probably wouldn't be here today. I think you are a creator of communities of care now. Hmm. I believe that that's, that's part of your legacy. That was just a stunningly beautiful story that you just told us about this major influence in your life so young hmm. and taking such an interest that you felt it, your whole family felt it. And I think that just for all of us, we have to pay attention because 
whether she knew or she didn't know the influence she had in your life, she had it right. And the actions that she took profoundly affected you, which ultimately affects all the people who touch you because it's, it's in you that whole, the sense of adventure, travel, uh, openness to, Oh, teachers in here. Well, I'll just take your whole family with me. <laughs> I love that. Right. But what a sad yeah. moment for you to get there and then realize that she was gone. Well, she was still teaching me, yeah. oh. you know, don't like, don't forget to check in. Don't, there's no such thing as life being too busy. There's no such thing. And sadly, my dad, my biological father taught me that lesson also because I had created a film and I wanted, my plan was to show it to him because like I'd only met him like five times in my lifetime. But um, I, I thought that he would get it because he was into the, he was an arts lover. He was into the arts and, and all of that. And so I was like, I was planning to return to Mexico to show him this film I had made in film school. And of course, life got busy and then he passed. And I didn't get to show it to him. And the movie itself, my little short film that I had created, was about regret. And it was just like oh, so ironic. So I've gotten that lesson done, learned. And it's just love people, appreciate people. Not because you should, but because the experience of it is amazing. It's, it's the most delicious thing mm. for us to experience it's here. It's on purpose, I think. It's on purpose. I think, it's, I think it was designed into it. Hi gang, it's Bob. I love this episode so much. I've listened to it three times just to mine all the wisdom out of it. T starts us off with this amazing story of inspiration and guidance, and then they toss off wisdom like, my life is my message, and when you're looking through a lens, you're looking for beauty, and remember to check in, there's no such thing as being too busy. My personal favorite was when they said, love people, appreciate people, not because you should, but because the experience of it is so amazing and the most delicious thing. Such good words. Nick and I both agree that spending time with Tisa is pretty darn delicious too. That's it for this episode of The Dose. We'll catch you next time.